It is Thursday, the 31st and final day of March, 2022. Uh, Over the weekend, I was uh, sad to hear about the passing of Taylor Hawkins, drummer of Foo Fighters. If you're at all familiar with music in the past 20 years, you're familiar with the band that Hawkins uh, kept the beat for for 25 years, an amazing drummer. From all accounts, a funny and kind individual. I can't say much about it other than it it just sucks as a fan. Um, Foo Fighters, one of my favorite bands. I've been lucky enough to see them a handful of times, with the last being uh, this past June in New York, where he actually uh, had one of his kids up on stage to watch Dave Grohl play the drums. It was a nice scene. I liked it. Uh, he also had a side project called Taylor Hawkins and the uh, Coattail Riders, which I thought was one of the funniest uh, names, uh, you know, ever. It's a good name, great name for a band. Um, but yeah, it sucks. It's sad. It's sad when these when when musicians and actors and comedians and, and things of the like die, entertainers, when they pass away. It's sad because, you know, they brought you uh, a sense of joy and happiness and that it now it's gone. And it sucks. It's one of the it's one of the reasons why you think, you know, life is short. Life is precious. Blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada. All that stuff. But it's true. It's not, you know, it's not bullshit. So <clears throat> in closing, don't do drugs. Seriously, don't do drugs. Smoke weed, drink beer. Don't do drugs. That's all right here, right now, on episode 113 of Complaints and Observations. Still the most less-than-average podcast on the internet. With a host who's the smartest person in the room when he's the only one there. A continuing odyssey into mediocrity guaranteed to make you question your life choices and your own sanity. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. Oh, man, what's up? How are you? How's things good? No? Well, I'm sorry. No, seriously, I'm sorry. If things aren't going well for you, I apologize. Um, me? How am I doing? I'm, I'm fine. I'm always fine. That's how it is around around these parts here in the broadcast palace. Uh, coming off last week's episode, which I thought was, you know, hotter garbage than usual. That's a that has to be a band name. Hotter garbage. It's got to be. It's got to be. Um. Yeah, I didn't really. I didn't care for last week's episode because I don't know what it was, but. I think it was uh, basically a a load of cod swallop. There's your vocabulary word of the week. English slang, cod swallop. C-O-D-S-W-A-L-L-O-P. Means nonsense. Somebody used that in like a legitimate tweet the other day. I was like, oh my God, that is a fantastic word. Cod swallop. <laughs> uh, you learn something once a week here on the show. I guarantee you two things. One, you'll learn something. It may not be of any real redeeming value, but you'll learn something. And there'll be one laugh per episode. One. That's that's the only thing that I guarantee 
and I've managed now for uh, roughly two years of doing this stupid shit, which is, boy, really stupid. That's all you get. You get one thing you learn and one thing that you maybe not even laugh at like a, a chuckle or one of those like one of those um, one of those moves where you like smile and go hmm. or <laughs> like, you know, it's a an exhale there. <laughs> you know, that 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 kind of chuckle. Anyways, way off track already. I'm terribly sorry. Uh, last weekend. Went to a wedding. Nice wedding. Um, it was a friend of my wife's, uh, their daughter, got married. And it was very nice. Fun wedding. Uh, a lot of people. Nice place. Cold as fuck. Outdoor weddings in March? Don't I, I don't advise that. Cold as fuck. The wind... This, this venue was brand new. Basically built in a fucking giant open field. There's nothing around it, no trees to, to stop the wind from whipping in, whipping, whipping in. Just freezing your nipples off. It was terrible. Um, nice part of the world, Kent Island, uh, Maryland. Kent Island. Features uh, the Bay Bridge in Maryland, which if you're at all familiar, that thing fucking sucks. <laughs> It's very long, and it sucks. Um, I didn't, I didn't care for it. And it's not that I don't like bridges. It's just that this one was, I don't know. There was something about it when we were when we got there. Basically, you're driving against oncoming traffic in a, in a right lane on the left side of the bridge. Going, yeah, it just it made no sense to me. It was fucking stupid. I can understand it, like in the summer. You put up barriers or something so that there's, you know, uh, a little bit something protecting you as you're facing oncoming traffic. But I didn't care for it. I, you know, what can you do? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, again, really nice part of the world. Nice wedding. Enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, the Friday before I got uh, a little drunk. So it made for a uncomfortable Saturday morning uh, leading up to the wedding. And then I didn't really drink a ton at the wedding. So what can you do, right? We observed, though, that, you know, the couple was was in their late 20s, and it was, it was entertaining to watch uh, these kids kind of... What I'm going to assume for some of them may have been the first wedding of a friend of theirs, because, I mean, these kids were fucking, they were wrecked early on, so it was enjoyable to watch, I got a kick out of that, but there's nothing worse than you're, you're at a wedding, or you're at some place where someone is, is speaking publicly, and you have people who don't know how to shut the fuck up. So it's a reflection on your upbringing if you don't know how to keep your mouth shut when someone is standing up and giving a speech or saying something and not having a fucking shred of respect for the person that's talking. No one is there to hear the peanut gallery. They're here to listen to whoever is is talking. Just shut the fuck up. The couple has their first dance, right? playing a song and there's a fucking kid behind me and he's like singing the song like not not quietly mind you he's singing the song it's like wait, wait a minute what this is not your song shut up it's not you're not even gonna get the whole song you're gonna get an abbreviated version of the song you can't wait that long to start fucking opening your big dumb trap just shut the fuck up. I fucking hate kids. <laughs> Even older kids in their 20s. God damn it. Just stop. 
the groom, apparently uh, an accomplished uh, lacrosse star, college lacrosse star. I don't know how many of these uh, kids that were in the room were uh, other lax bros, but it would explain the lack of decorum among some of them. Don't I sound like a fucking douchey old man? <laughs> the lack of decorum, you young whippersnappers. <laughs> uh, food was good. Worst risotto I've ever had in my life tasted like nothing. Literally tasted like nothing. I mean, it blew me away. DJ was good. He looked a little bit like Mark Marin. Not as much hair. Decent DJ, but then, you know, my guess is that uh, some of the stuff that, that was played later on in the evening, uh, a lot of um, pop-punky emo stuff, which I thought was kind of an odd choice, but I was like, all right, I'm, I'm good. You know, early to mid-2000s. Like, ugh. Ugh. It can only take so much... When you when you hear all time low at a wedding, you're like, all right, I'm not in the right place. <laughs> but can we please, for the 58,000th time, I'm going to make this request. Can we please stop playing fucking Sweet Caroline at every goddamn public gathering? Man, oh man, is that a bad song. Not only is it a bad song, but it's just overplayed. It's just... Nobody needs to hear it anymore. It's not, it's not fucking necessary. Boop, boop. Ah, shut the fuck up. God, I hate it. And you know what I didn't know? And I learned uh, the other day that uh, Sweet Caroline being played at Fenway Park was started by uh, a park employee apparently had a child. They named the child Caroline. And somebody somebody else who worked in the in the building suggested that it get played as a an acknowledgement, a gift to this guy and his newborn child named Caroline. And it has persisted for way too fucking long. And now it is seeped into the consciousness of the American public, that when they hear the, the fucking stupid-ass fucking song, they feel the need to fucking sing along. It's like, oh, stop. Can you tell I hate it? I hate the song. Just hate it. You know what else I hate, too, is uh, gas prices, okay? And I'll tell you why. In Maryland, we're driving around this place, Kent Island, gas is roughly $3.70 a gallon. On Sunday, when we came home, I made a point. All right, I want to see what the gas price is here. So as we're driving from Kent Island, it was $3.70. Drive into D.C., three eighty-five dollars roughly. Uh, some, you know, as, as you got closer to the airport, obviously, as I'm, I'm looking on my phone, we're trying to find a gas station because the rental car company, which fucking sucks, by the way, budget rental car, don't fucking rent from those. Ugh, <laughs> I might hate them more than I hate sweet Caroline. <laughs> don't rent a car from fucking budget or Avis. It's the same company. They both fucking blow. Spend the, uh, the you know, however much more per day for a car from Hertz or Enterprise, a company that lets you just go and pick a fucking car and then off you go. Waiting at the car rental counter is, uh, it's terrible. And then, especially if you get there, like, at night, you're fucked. You're so screwed because these, this place has such shit cars. First car we got had a crack in the windshield. We didn't notice it till the next day. So we, we went back, and we got a fucking, like, Ford EcoSport, which is a, a, a fucking pillbox, and it had 48,000 miles on it. It's like, no, what the fuck is this shit? But whatever, we just went. Come to find out, as when we pull into uh, the hotel, 
that windshield's fucking cracked. So don't rent a car from budget. Where was I? Gas prices. Oh, yeah. And budget was going to charge us $4.61 a gallon if we didn't bring it back full. But by the time we uh, we fucked up with the gas, so whatever. Point of the story is I get back home and gas around here, south of Boston, still $4.29 a gallon. So you got a 60 cent difference between Kent Island, Maryland, and West Bridgewater, Massachusetts, where I saw 429. Why? For what? Like, is it really an extra 60 cents to move the gasoline that far? Because my guess is it's the same distance, right? I don't think there's any actual fuel tankers pulling into Kent Island, Maryland. It's probably further down down the road, closer to Baltimore, if I had to guess. And then the, the gasoline is moved from Baltimore to Kent Island. Boy, this is a monotone, boring conversation, isn't it? I feel like the fucking teacher in, in Ferris Bueller. I bet that sounded good, huh? Whatever, I lost listeners last week. I only have five listeners, and I lost some last week with that fucking cod swallop of an episode. My point is, it's... The gas price thing is fucking bullshit. Okay? It's bullshit. It's all fucking made up. It all has to do with volume. It has nothing to do with the actual cost of the product. So... Quit trying to fucking blame the president or blame fucking whoever. And, and start blaming the fucking actual gas companies. Man, oh man. It's such a fucking tired argument, too. The jokes are tired. And actually, Ice-T made a great joke on Twitter about gas. That I'm not even going to bother to tell it because I'll butcher the fuck out of it. But it was very funny. That that should have been the end of the gas price jokes. Ice T fucking ended it. There should be no more gas price jokes after last week, because that joke was the was the fucking top of the mountain. You weren't gonna get better. You weren't gonna get funnier. So stop trying. End the jokes. But it's fucking it's stupid. It's fucking dumb. And and you know what's funny? You know, if you go to Kent Island, Maryland in the summer, that it's probably going to be $4.29 a gallon. That their prices are going to jump up magically 50 cents because there are going to be way more cars down there in the summertime. The whole thing's a fucking scam. And then us as a fucking population refuse to blame the actual people that are responsible for the price of the gasoline. As much as I am already fucking sick of this topic, it's it's probably best to to discuss it just because it's uh, topical content. This whole thing with Will Smith and Chris Rock, right? Um, I find it really stupid for a handful of reasons. One, the fact that it's been discussed, dissected, uh, opined about so many times in in a variety of different ways, it, it just, it's mind-numbing. The, the deep thought pieces around it, uh, the, the number of different takes that, that people... Uh, have about it, uh, the victimization, the self-victimization of white people for some reason they're talking about, like Amy Schumer posted something the other day about how she's, this was yesterday, uh, Tuesday, about how she's still so fucking distraught. It's like, it's not about you. Shut the fuck up. It literally has nothing to do. Why? Because you were in the room? It has something to do with you? No. Just fucking let it go. 
it, it, it had zero effect on you. Zero. Shut the fuck up. Shit like that is what I'm talking about. It's just so fucking stupid. The flood of... I'm going to fuck up this word, but it's a great word. Hold on. Um, Prasolatizing. The action of attempting to convert someone from one religion, belief, or opinion to another. The proselytizing. You learned two fucking words today, maybe. For some reason, I thought it was spelled different, but meant the same thing. And when I when I typed it out, there was an F in there. Because I knew the word. Kind of. Proselytizing. Excellent word. I like it. But I mean, the flood of Twitter proselytizing about it was just fucking... I mean, and it took it took five minutes after this happened for, for people to be tweeting fucking bullshit about how, uh, you know, Will Smith should be arrested. Uh, who was it? Judd Apatow's like, he could have killed him. What? He slapped him. A grown man slapped another grown man. And to his credit, Chris Rock stood up there, took it, laughed it off, and finished the job, which was to give Questlove uh, an Oscar for an excellent documentary. If you haven't seen it, it's very good. Um, but, oh my God. Two. The fact that it's now... I'm recording this Wednesday night, and people are still fucking talking about it, and still posting that, making memes out of that photo. Oh. Three. There's a guy on Twitter, at Will Smith, who is not the Will Smith in question. He apparently is a video game designer. And he just, people were fucking tweeting at him, thinking it was Will Smith. Uh, and then, like, you know, uh, chastising him for being an asshole and this, that, and the other. You're barking up the wrong tree, you fucking morons. It made for a very entertaining Monday, uh, reading the replies to his fucking tweets. It was very good. But honestly, the whole fucking thing is stupid. Chris Rock makes a joke. A joke. He's not, he's not saying, I hate you, Jada Pinkett, and your fucking stupid disorder. Bah. It's a joke. Was, you know, what did I... He's up there telling jokes. And yeah, he's punching down. Okay? He's, he's going after someone who can't control what is going on uh, with her body. Fine. It's a joke, though. I can't imagine he was working on a set and he's like, you know what? Fuck Jada. She sucks. Or maybe he did, given what we know. But whatever. Still a joke. Will Smith laughed at said joke. And then probably looked at his wife, not pleased, and he's like, all right, fuck. Stood up, slapped a man in the face. Jada should be fucking more upset that he stood up and slapped another man. If you were that upset about it, you'd ball up your fist and you'd punch him in the mouth. The whole thing is just bananas. Absolutely bananas. And uh, even more bananas is uh, 10 minutes later, Will Smith wins a fucking Oscar. He's <laughs> just like, what? And then it's coming out today that uh, the, the, the security apparently asked him to leave. After this. And he refused. Like. What do you mean he refused? How exactly does this work? Uh, you commit assault. It, it, that, that is technically what it is. But you know. Chris Rock isn't going to fucking press charges on this guy. It's like alright whatever. He's going to be more pissed that now. You know. People are going to think they can fucking get away. With getting up on stage. And slapping a comedian. If they tell a joke about them. But he refused to leave. Gets up on stage, starts crying. It's like, okay, so not only do you win an Oscar for this fucking 
King Richard movie. You should win an Oscar for this uh, acceptance speech performance. Here's your one joke for the show. One laugh. Fuck. Man. But the whole thing's so fucking stupid. And the fact that not only is everyone else talking about it, but I'm talking about it now because, again, it's content, it's topical, it's what's, unfortunately, being discussed. In some of the things you hear about this marriage, it's like, oh, fuck. What? He's fucking stood up for this woman? Huh? And the fact that, the you know, the word cuck gets thrown around. Cuck is a stupid word. Okay? And I'll tell you why. Because the word cockled is ten times better. It's a much funnier word. If you just said Will Smith... His wife has made a cockled of him. Much more funny. Much more funny? Much funnier, David. It's a better word. But again, whatever. So there you go. I'm very curious to hear what Chris Rock has to say about this. Um, you know, his his colleagues in the comedic community all stood up for him. No surprise. And, and quite frankly, I mean, this is entire. Will Smith is entirely in the wrong here. I mean, he could have just sat down and just yelled at him. But instead, he had to get up and slap him. Apparently, Will Smith slapping people is not a new thing. Yet, he played Muhammad Ali in a, in a movie. He's out here slapping dudes. Hmm. Anyways. I find the whole fucking thing... Um, really stupid. I guess that's the best way to put it. <laughs> What's some other dumb shit that we can talk about? Um, sports? Talk about sports, yeah? Could talk about how uh, the Bruins get fucking worked. By the Leafs on uh, Tuesday night. That was gross. Worst game they've played in more than a month. And to lose to that fucking team with the worst fucking fan base in sports. They are. Oh my god, what a what a bunch of unhinged sociopaths. Those people are fucking ridiculous. I love the city of Toronto. Great place. But holy Christ are those people fucking batshit crazy. The Celtics, of course, uh, lose a, a, an important piece to injury, which is how it's gone uh, right before the playoffs for the last, jeez, I don't know, 14 years now? 13 years? Not good. Uh, Bob, Bob Williams, out for at least a month, probably longer. I think ultimately they'll be fine. They'll get in the playoffs. Well, they're, they're going to get in the playoffs. That's not a thing, but I'm not entirely concerned about the a first-round matchup. It really depends on who they play. Uh, now, today, uh, it comes out that there are a couple guys that aren't vaccinated and getting into Canada is going to be a fucking pain in the ball. So hopefully they don't have to play the Raptors in the first round, even though they could wipe the flow of the Raptors if they have, you know, some semblance uh, of a starting lineup, which they did not have the other night. And they took the Raptors to overtime. So um, it'll, be very, it'll be very interesting to see how it plays out. The guy who can't talk, talking into a microphone. Uh, the Red Sox, eh, gives a fuck. Um, honestly, I, I just, I can't get excited. I want to, I want to be excited for baseball. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I don't know. MLB has just ruined it. They've ruined, they've made, uh, the game boring and uninter uninteresting. 
it's and I don't really I'm not going to care about it till August. I say that, but I'll I'll watch every fucking game because that's that's what I do. That's who I am. I'm a boring person. <laughs> I'm a boring person who does not like scripted television for some most scripted television, I should say. Not all, most. So, you know, I'll I'll sit and fucking watch baseball against my against my better judgment and against my will. There's a clip going around of uh, a manager of the uh, Nippon Ham Fighters who has requested that um, he be called by his nickname, Big Boss. This is his first year managing the Ham Fighters. Uh, former um, Japanese League legend. I, I wish I could remember his name. But the dude is a fucking... He is awesome. Do yourself a favor. Google Big Boss Japanese Baseball League. And you'll you'll see. You'll get the fucking full experience. The dude came out when he was introduced as the manager, right? He was introduced at the stadium. He comes out of center field and he's wearing like a, a jacket with fucking fireworks coming out of it. He opens a jacket. His jersey does not say ham fighters or just fighters. It says Big Boss. The guy's awesome. And then before the first game yesterday, what does he do? He rides like a fucking hovercraft uh, from like the outfield stands down to the field. He's the manager, for fuck's sake. It was electric. Major League Baseball would never even fucking consider doing something fun, anything fun, anything interesting. If it's not going to make them money, they're not going to do it. They don't give two fucks about the sport. They just don't care. Because they know stupid people are still going to show up. They know stupid people are still going to watch. And until they don't make money doing it, it's going to be the same boring, dull product. If you disagree with me, you're, you're lying to yourself. There are far too many people who love baseball for the sake of loving baseball, not because they find it an entertaining product. Because there's nobody that's going to sit there and say, oh, baseball is so entertaining. Bullshit. Bullshit. Walk, strike out, home run. Walk, strike out, home run. How is that entertaining anymore? It's just not. There's no characters. They don't market their players any. They, they don't. They, you know, the best player in the game plays in Anaheim and nobody fucking watches his games. How crazy is that? It took uh, a two-way player to be his teammate to get anybody to give a fuck about the team. And guess what? They'll go 82 and 80 and maybe make the fucking wild card. But no one's going to care. Because the Dodgers, right down the street, are ten times better. Yay, baseball. Uh, WrestleMania is this weekend. Huh? When you get fired up for something, Saturday and Sunday night. Let's fucking go. I'm pumped. I'm fired up. I'm actually looking. I'm surprised that I'm looking forward to it. As someone has been watching this garbage for 40 fucking years, that's right. I'm old. I'm excited for this weekend. It's going to be good. At least I think it's going. I think I shouldn't say it's going to be good. I think it's going to be okay. They try so hard to make this weekend like the best of the of you know best event which is you know rightfully so but it ruins the rest of their programming cuz it just dumbs it down dulls it down it's boring you stop watching but this weekend's going to be good i'm looking forward to it uh what else 
Oh, the fucking basketball tournament. Like, I, there was no way that Duke was not going to make it to the Final Four. There's no way that uh, Duke is not going to win this whole thing. And the Final Four is born. What is it? Duke, UNC, Kansas, and somebody else? I don't know. It shows how much attention I've been paying. There's, you know, not quite chalk, but close to chalk. And you have Duke, North Carolina playing, uh, apparently for the first time in the tournament. Which I, I didn't know. Oh, Villanova. Villanova's the other one. I don't give a fuck about Villanova either. You know what I mean? I don't care. So, you know, I'll tune in again because I'm that guy. But I won't really give a shit. I would like to see Duke lose because Coach K comes off as such a fucking chooch. Like, I just am not a... I've never liked the guy. He just, for some, for some weird fucking reason, rubs me the wrong way. I'm not sure why, but it does. And then a story comes out today that... Uh, Country singer, which, you know, that right there should tell you a whole lot. Uh, Eric Church has uh, postponed a show that he was supposed to play uh, on Saturday so that he can go and watch Duke, North Carolina. Apparently he's a rabid North Carolina fan. The rabid fandom of college sports still eludes me. And as I've said before, if you if you paid to attend the school, you are you are welcome to be a rabid fan slash supporter of their sports. If you if you are not, or if you didn't go to that institution, you're just a crazy person. In this particular instance, Eric Church is a proud alum of Appalachian State College. Or State University, whatever. I don't fucking know. It's Appalachian State. Is it Appalachian? Appalachian? I don't know. Either way, who cares? I feel bad for the people that purchase tickets to go to his show. One, because you purchase tickets to go to his show. And two, because he's canceled the show so that he can watch basketball. I'd be upset. But then I saw someone made a very great point on Twitter. So you're upset that he canceled the show because he's a North Carolina super fan when you are a Eric Church super fan and you purchase tickets to his show. Like, it's the same type of person. It's just that, you know... One guy canceled the show. I don't know. I think you get where I'm going with that. If you don't, well, that's on you. (laughs) Because you're listening to this crap. Yeah. Uh, I thought I had more on that, but I don't. Just moron. As it is Thursday, it is time for everyone's favorite part of the show. And it's almost over. That's right, it's time for Three Gripes. The portion of the program where your host uh, talks about three things that he finds annoying, which is exactly the same as the uh, rest of the show. Because uh, the host is a petty bellend. Gripe number one, non-dairy creamer. I understand the concept. Uh, For those of you who are intolerant of lactose. But I personally am intolerant of stuff that tastes like shit. And I'm guessing that there's far more people like me than people who get the shits from a shot of milk. 
I do not understand the point of this crap. I shouldn't say that. I get the point. But are there... How many people actually get sick from the amount of uh, milk or cream or whatever that they put into their coffee? If you're, if you're lactose intolerant and you're putting enough cream or milk into your coffee to cause you a problem, then you, you shouldn't be anywhere near, you shouldn't even be touching uh, dairy. So, I mean, it, it serves no purpose other than to ruin coffee. I've never tried it in tea, so I can't make that point, but I'm, I'm going to guarantee you that it does nothing to improve tea either. If you are indeed intolerant of, of dairy products, just drink your coffee black and move on. I had the worst coffee of my life at a hotel last weekend and tried uh, to use it to improve the taste, but it only made it worse. Who, who knows how long that should have been sitting there anyway in that, in that, uh, that plastic... With with the with the the weird napkin, uh, the two packs of sugar, and the plastic stirrer, along with the two packets of non-dairy creamer. You've seen these fucking things. What a what a weird niche that is to be the company that makes that fucking crap, huh? Wow. But I mean, that should have probably been sitting there for years. I'm sure they don't like regularly change it out. If there's a, a a nuclear holocaust, the only things surviving are cockroaches and packets of non-dairy creamer from mid-level hotel brands. Gripe number two, boat names. Why is it that boat owners are some, are some of the least creative people? <laughs> Am I am I totally running out of material when my first my first two uh, complaints are non dairy creamer and boat names? <laughs> oh, why do I do this? Oh my god! How many boats are called like open seas or wanted or boat drinks or some other dumb shit like that? Far, far too many. I need a database of boat names. Because I would love to see... See, I did it to myself twice. I would love to see how many boat names are called... Or how many boats are called open seas. Or like Second Wife. Or, uh, you know, Alimony. Or some shit like... You know, some, some play on, uh, you know... The fucking uh, skinny bald dude in boat shoes got divorced because of his boat. Oh, I, I love my boat so much, man. I understand if you name it after a woman or a child or something along those lines, but if you're going to spend way too much money and way too much time with a boat, why give it such a boring moniker? Like, have a little pride and don't just slap the first fucking Jimmy Buffett-related thing that you can think of and then think that it's somehow clever. Because it's, it's, it's I don't want to say it's a guarantee, but it's close to a guarantee that whatever, whatever thing, whatever boat name that you come up with that you think is uh, unbelievably clever, it's probably already taken. Maybe there is a database of boat names floating around so that you can see uh, if your clever boat name is already being used. If there isn't, somebody should make one. You'd be doing a great service to the boating community by creating a database of boat names so that someone who's naming a boat can just plug it in and if they type in third child or something stupid like that, they can say, oh, yeah, sorry, 8,222 other boats already have this name. Boat names. Ugh. 
God, this is a fucking terrible show. <laughs> Gripe number three, extortion. That's right, extortion. Big news uh, of late up here in the uh, greater Boston area as the mayor of Boston and her team have decided that they are going to charge the restaurants of the North End a $7,500 fee to uh, have outdoor seating. And this has caused quite the stir uh, in the area for a number of different reasons. One, it's a ridiculous fucking fee. $7,500 for the, uh, the right to put a few tables outside of your door is just kind of stupid. The other problem is it's, of all the businesses that were hurt, right, I would I would venture a guess that the kind of restaurant that, you know, doesn't have delivery, doesn't do takeout, that are, you know, restaurants like in the North End, and I'm sure a lot of them adapted, some of them closed, some of them struggled, some of them probably did pretty well, who knows, I don't know. But I would go ahead and make the assumption that restaurants like that suffered the most when everything was fucking shut down. Wouldn't you say? I would think if you were a reasonable person, you would agree with that take. And then once everything opened up or started to open up again, they, they were able to put tables out there and uh, you know try to recoup some of the money that they lost. Uh, get back on their feet, get back into into the black, if you will. And so now we have the new mayor coming out and trying to uh, to to make more tax revenue for the city off the backs of these businesses, which I do not agree with at all. Here's the other problem too. It is incredibly vague as to what the purpose of this fee is. Okay, and it's basically saying, well, you know, it's uh, public streets and it's, uh, you know, cleaning up the trash and um, getting getting rid of the rats. It doesn't make any sense, okay, because the city already has a fucking meals tax. So you're already taxing these people for every fucking uh, bill that they have. So you're making money that way. Why do you feel the need to tack on an additional 7500 bucks? That's where I said uh, extortion. Now, is it actually extortion? No, it's not. But let's be honest, okay? It's taking advantage of a situation that doesn't need to be taken advantage of. The flip side to this argument, and I heard from a friend of the show. He's never actually been on the show Um but, you know, he's a friend of the show. And he's... Fuck, let me, I want to find the actual tweet. All right. Friend of the show, Connor. Okay? And Connor said, quote, um, As someone who used to live in the North End, outdoor dining sucks. Significantly less parking for residents causes massive backups because people just park in the middle of the street more, etc., Totally um, a reasonable take there, okay? One, I don't really think outdoor dining sucks. That's point one. Two, parking in the North End is a fucking shit show disaster anyway. I don't understand why someone would own a vehicle if they lived in the North End. That's neither here nor there. He's not wrong, Okay. But, I mean, on the list of inconveniences, resident parking in the North End, it's low on the list for me, all right? But but the mayor... Ah, boy. This is what I mean by the, the two uh, far extremes of our two-party system, which is fucking stupid as it is. 
far left and the far right are both batshit fucking crazy. And unfortunately, the mayor of Boston is too far to the left for my liking. It's a very left-leaning, very liberal city, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that. But when you go way to the extreme, there's a problem. So now you have, she's like, okay, I'm going to have a meeting. We're going to invite some of the owners, uh, restaurant owners of the North End. Well, <laughs> then she changes the venue because she knows people are mad. at, it. And it might not be her specifically, okay? Let's be fair. I'll be fair. It might not be her specifically. It could be her and her team uh, deciding they're going to move the meeting to another uh, room, a smaller room that doesn't accommodate as many people. Um, so, you know, you can't have a bunch of people in the meeting. The people that were in the meeting aren't, you know, North End representatives. It's people from out of town who happen to own a restaurant in the North End. And there are only a handful of them. You know, and so you have people, you get one side saying, well, you know, you're going to you're gonna sue the city and this and the other. Okay, well, but it's going to cost you more than 7500 bucks if you sue the city. The best you could do, I would say, is just kind of gang up and, and keep making your voices heard. Make sure your customers are aware of this fact. Make sure your customers say shit to the city and say, hey, you can't do this to my favorite restaurant. Shit like that. The other problem, though, is then, then you have... The people who go way fucking overboard, like, ah, oh, Mayor Wu is a communist. Ah, oh, she's a dictator. This, shut the fuck up. You can have a, a a nuanced discussion on how this particular fee is shitty without bringing up, without calling people a communist or a dictator. It's like, stop being a fucking child. That's the problem with discourse in fucking politics. It doesn't exist. And, and you, you know, both sides of the aisle cannot have a reasonable fucking conversation because instead of just presenting facts, they're just going to call people names. And it's so fucking tiring and so stupid. In this particular instance, this is a bullshit fee. Um, if she had a brain, which, you know, I'm not entirely certain of that, uh, she would come out and say, "Look, uh, I made a mistake. I'm, I'm terribly sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna reverse the fee or lower it. Like make it two grand instead of seventy five hundred bucks. And then when you do that, lay it out explicitly what that money is for. You cannot be vague. And at this point, she's backed herself into such a corner. I mean, she's kind of fucked." She's kind of fucked here. It's an it's not it's not it's not entirely a no win situation, but it's not a good look. And of course, you know you're still gonna get all the fucking people that are fucking mad about goddamn anything and everything because uh, there's a D next to her name, and it goes for the other side too. If it was an R next to her name, people would be just as fucking pissy. But for fuck's sake, grow up. Just stop. She's not a communist. She's not a dictator. You don't like her because she's a woman or because she's Asian. Just stop. Just You can disagree with her policies. It's, it's perfectly normal. That's what you're supposed to do in a democracy. Is you're supposed to fucking... You're supposed to disagree. You're supposed to have healthy arguments. That's how this shit goes. But when you resort to bullshit like, hey, we're going to fucking... We're going to throw this $7,500 fee in front of your uh, restaurant, but we're not going to tell you what we're going to do with it. And then the other side, yeah, oh, you're a communist. You're a dictator. Bah. That's not going to solve fucking anything. And the problem is it's such a stupid pie-in-the-sky argument to make because it's never going away. Because most people around here uh, are entirely irrational. At least most people that, that speak their mind when it comes to politics, they're entirely entirely irrational 65 percent of and oh god i can't talk it's already gone on too long 65 percent of the population just wants to be left alone and doesn't fucking care it's the the rest that are fucking making the most noise and causing the most problems 65 might be conservative it could be higher than that but i look long story short i don't like it it's stupid 
clean it up, or again, give me a fucking, give me some detail. Don't just say, well, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, you got to use the sidewalk and the street and this, that, and the other. That's not enough. You need to do more. You need to tell me what you're doing with the money. They already, apparently they already charge like four to 500 bucks per parking space in front of, uh, these restaurants for use. I don't know if it's a monthly fee or what, but where did I see that? Did I see that here? Um, I might have. I might have. I don't remember where. Saw it somewhere. Ah! Restaurants already charge 450 to 500 per each parking space they take up with tables and chairs. So, I mean, you're already, you're already getting charged, and then there's another fucking fee on top of it? For what? Plus the meals tax? For what? To get rid of the rats? Guess what? You're never getting rid of the rats in Boston. Never. You built it on a fucking landfill. You built it. The city is built on a fucking swamp. And then, where all the fucking rats were in the seaport, you fucking built on top of that too. So where are the rats going to go? Everywhere else. Including the fucking North End. Gah. That's it for the show. I got fired up there. Because I find the whole thing so stupid. But thanks for listening. If you stuck around and you listen to the end, you get a little bit more energy there. I started out monotone. The gas price was blue. That sucked. I'm sorry. Um, but listen, thank you as always for for listening to the program. I would hope that you go to my various social media channels. At Complaints Pod on Twitter. At Complaints Pod on Instagram. I do have a Facebook page, but fuck Facebook. I do have a YouTube page, but I don't do anything with it. I have a Twitch channel that I just can't fucking figure out. Uh, what else do I have? <laughs> I have a merch store that apparently, uh, if you don't sell enough fucking t-shirts, they don't fucking send them out. Learn that one the hard way. Donnie, terribly sorry. I'm going to fix that. Poor Donnie was kind enough to order a shirt and <laughs> he's not going to get it. <laughs> Go back and order it now. I think you can do it. I think I had to change the price by like 50 cents, which makes no fucking, I gotta, I gotta come up with a better solution for this thing. Uh, what else? Uh, I have a website, complaintsandobservations.com. I, there's a blog on there that I haven't written anything on in over a month now. I say every week, oh, I'll, I'll put up a new blog on Friday. I probably won't. I probably won't. Uh, next week, next week's show will probably be a day late. Uh, your boy is turning uh, the big Danny Ainge and is spending his birthday in a place that he's not entirely fond of. <laughs> Orlando, Florida. Um, reason being, uh, my wife has a work event, uh, for uh, the McDonald's with the McDonald's corporation who has, um, essentially rented out Hollywood studios where the, uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is located. And, um, she was kind enough to, uh, include me in this venture. So I will be going to to Orlando for a day and a half or so. I'm going to see the Star Wars thing with far fewer people there. So I'm looking forward to that. That should be fun. Um, a weird place for your boy to be spending his birthday when he's 44 years old. I am fucking old. I'm Reggie Jackson, 44. I am Orlando Cabrera, 44. Who is, I'm trying to think of some other 44s. I'm sure there's more. Um, but yeah, so next week's show will probably be a day late, or I just might not do it. Who knows? I'm coming back Thursday afternoon, uh, and I think I'm going to record Thursday night and try to get it out Friday. It might be a shortened, uh, episode. Who knows? We'll see. But, um, you know, hang in there. Not that you're missing anything, because, uh, this show's about nothing. Yeah. Anyways. Thank you as always. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. Please, as always, tell your friends, uh, tell your moms, 
Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Godspeed. Ta-ta. Quick question. Does Huey Lewis instantly make things better? I asked that question because it occurred to me uh, the other day that every single time I hear a, a Huey Lewis in the news song, uh, my mood changes. And it's not because it's, uh, you know, the greatest music ever. It's just because it's good and it's fun music, right? Am I wrong? I've added this at the end of the program because I completely forgot to talk about it. A 30-second bit uh, that is, you know, really not all that deep. It's just one of those things that I thought of and said, boy, that would make great content for my program. Huey Lewis in the news always makes things better. Yeah. Yeah.